I would like to talk about how important it is that if you really want to do this and you really want this to be your career, that you market yourself. I mean, like it's total from one end of the spectrum to the other, but I think that it's all really important because you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you are Christian in the entertainment world and that is part of your mission. Welcome to Jesus and Juliet. If you are a new listener, my name is Laura Dahl Kennedy, and I am recording from my home in Driftwood, Texas, which is near Austin. Uh, I know it's been a while since I've kind of been on here, but this is a solo episode. So I'm going to be by myself talking to you guys. And honestly, this is going to be a straight from the heart episode that I think, I know I would like to hear this, um, but maybe a lot of other actors and creatives and directors and um, just really anybody in the art world or creative world, um, not just theater, might just need some encouragement. And so the reason that I decided to do an episode like this came about for a few reasons, and I'm going to kind of talk to you guys about those. But first, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. You know, I am a, I'm by myself trying to kind of figure this out and it's been quite the journey. And I think that we all kind of have struggles when we start a project or even keep a project going. And I'm going to kind of tell you about some of mine. And yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be short. This isn't going to be 40 minutes of me talking. You're welcome because I don't think I would want to hear that either. (laughs) But, um, so one of the first things that I was thinking about today, I was outside. And so for those of you who know me, you know that I moved from Austin right in the middle of suburbia, you know, houses right next to each other. And we moved out to a small town city. I'm not really sure what it's classified as. It's very small, but we moved out into the country. It's in the middle of nowhere. The internet is not good. Let me tell you. Um, this morning I walked outside with my husband and we were walking on our property and we have, um, some acreage, not a lot, but a good amount now that we've never had before. And so we like to take these strolls through the, the woods that we have. And normally we're talking about what trees to cut down, (laughs) what cedars we don't want, what dead trees we need to cut down, um, what we want to do. We're dreaming about what we want to do with the space. And so we, we take these walks and normally I am armed with a Red Bull and bug spray because that's how I roll. And so we're, we're walking along the property and we have some really great oak trees. And I was walking by them and you guys, I had this moment where I 100% felt the Holy Spirit. I'm walking through and there's this huge tree and it's this really pretty oak tree. And like, if you imagined a perfect oak tree, it was tall. 
it didn't have like a bunch of offshoots. Like it was very straight, straight up and down and then had offshoots at the top. And it was just really, really pretty. And I went up to it and I just put my hand on this tree and I felt just the life that was in this tree. And I, maybe I sound a little bit crazy. I don't know because I am not a nature person whatsoever, but I felt the energy coming from this tree and only what I could describe as the Holy Spirit coming through me and moving through me and just showing me God's creation and letting me know that he was there in all of these things probably also letting me know that he was there in all the things that I wanted to cut down. And so that was a moment I had, but anyway, and so I'm feeling this tree and have any of you ever seen Fern Gully? It is definitely a nineties movie. It has Robin Williams plays this crazy bat and Tim Curry does the voice. It's a kid's movie. Kim, Tim Curry does the voice of Hexus, who is this evil Um, And it it basically is about these wood fairies that they live in the woodlands and Hexus is like this oil, evil spirit that goes into this machine that's cutting down trees and it, it, um, I don't know, it basically takes control of this machine that's cutting down trees and takes control of the guys running the machine so that it just starts cutting down trees like crazy, if I remember correctly. Anyway... It's a cute movie. Show it to your kids if you have kids. But anyway, I remember they have this connection with the forest. That is, they feel the energy of the trees and all of that stuff. And I just, it was so weird because I was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of that movie. And I just, I really did feel the energy of those trees. And so we walked around that morning just thinking about how much you can experience when you're out in the country If you're not a nature person, you should just at least go visit someone's house and walk around, even if you don't want to like camp or something, because I'm not a camper, but it's quiet except for the birds and the wind. And have you really listened to wind before? And I don't mean in your home, like listening to the wind outside when it's like really windy or it's stormy. I mean, like being outside and feeling it blow through you and just hearing that and birds. And that's literally all that you can hear. It was just this really beautiful moment that I had this morning. And it kind of put me into kind of a weird place for the rest of the day, a good place, but contemplative. So anyway, my husband's outside. This is later in the afternoon and I walk outside and I'm sitting with him. He said, what's wrong? And I, nothing was really wrong, but you know, when someone asks you what's wrong and then you kind of like, either you're like, Oh, nothing. Or you're either like an, Oh, nothing person. Or you're like, a, uh, Oh, well, I mean, this could be better and that could be better. And so I was in one of those moods where I was like, Oh, my husband's asking me what's wrong. <laughs> Let me take him up on this. Cause it doesn't happen often. And so he's like, I mean, he's a really sweet guy, but anyway, he, he asked and I was like, what is wrong? Like, why have I just felt low in energy? And I kind of had this weird epiphany and I said, I'm really, I'm feeling alone in the sense that I, you know, started the podcast. I had also started an acting school right before COVID. I mean, like 
in December (laughs) and we were supposed to have our summer camp, I think was the next thing that we were going to have. Anyway, I started these things and they obviously got interrupted and I've just felt really drained. And the thing is, is I I'm still teaching and I'm still directing shows, but it's not the same. And the shows that I'm directing a show right now, it's a show called Violet Sharp. I'll tell you guys about it in a little bit, but cause that was really kind of a fun way that came about, but, but it isn't the same. We're not allowed to, to move the same. We're not allowed to rehearse the same way. And it's really draining. And I think I'm just feeling that I'm feeling you can only talk yourself into being okay for so long. And I think that was the thing is I can only talk myself into being really excited about, um, the podcast and I, for so long. And I can only talk myself into being really excited about the acting school for so long. And I can only talk to myself about really being really excited about the show at school for so long, trying to convince myself that I can make these things the way that they were before. And that, and with the podcast, it's a little bit different and I'll kind of talk to you about what I need help with, but on some of these things, like it isn't the same. And, and I think I realized that, that it's just not the same. I don't have a passion for for doing things in a different way. I want them to be what they were before and they aren't right now. And it's really hard to keep up that energy and keep up that excitement for something that isn't what I have been doing for the past 20 years. You know what I mean? I've been in shows since I was 14 and I'm, I mean, that's been, that's, 24 years ago. So I've been doing shows a certain way for 24 years. This way isn't that way. It's very different and I don't like it. And I think that's okay. And it's okay to not be okay with that. But I also am struggling with it and struggling with taking God's lead on these things when it would be so easy for me to be like, you know what? Not right now. Let's just not do anything. (laughs) And we're just going to sit on our butts and just be. And that is okay if that is something that someone wants to do, but it's not really what I want to do. So I was reading scripture and just I wasn't really looking for scripture and isn't that how it always is? You're not actually looking for scripture about the thing that you need. You're you're just reading and then it just pops out at you. And then you're like, thanks God. Thank you for that. And I I want to read you this scripture that I read that helped. And it's a work in progress. I hope that y'all can understand that. Like I'm not perfect in that I like read something and I'm like, all better. Um, it's definitely not like that. And so if you are struggling, like, please let me know, write me <laughs> anything. So let me read that to you guys. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Hebrews eleven seven, And so this just kind of made me think, so Noah was surrounded by pagans and people who despised God and lived in sin. He's building an ark. People think he's crazy. <laughs> it takes him a really long time 
he's getting old. Like I'm sure there were days that he did not feel like building the ark. You know what I mean? And days that he was fearful of the sinful people around him and what they thought about him and what they might do. And although the doing, no one's going to do anything to me, but don't we go through our days fearful of what other people think on a regular basis? I know I do. And I, I don't think that I'm, I'm not an overly emotional person, but I, I tend to care what people think. I tend to be a people pleaser. And so I want to make people happy. And, um, and that can, can take up a whole thought process <laughs> that can take up a whole day of worth of thoughts in my mind, just thinking about what someone might think of me. Do I think that he was maybe tempted to give up or to stop because it was so hard? Probably. Am I tempted to give up or stop because it's hard? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Not probably. Absolutely. I think these are things that everyone kind of grows through, but he chose to trust God, trust the process and let God guide him. And obviously, you know, it worked out. Anyway, I just think that for some reason, this scripture hit me different than, you know, when someone might say, you know, trust God or something like that. You're kind of like, yeah, I know, you know, but are you really like, are you really just at that moment, letting everything go and, um, and trusting him? I know I don't. Sometimes I'm just kind of nodding my head and I'm trying, but I just can't, you know, because our thoughts take over. And, um, and so those are kind of the things that I've been going through and, um, hopefully I'm not alone because that would be really embarrassing. <laughs> and that would also be me caring about what people think again. Anyway, the thing that I have kind of been struggling with, and so we'll go from that into struggles. First of all, the podcast, I love this podcast. I love recording it. I love everything about it. I struggle so hardcore in finding guests who are Christian theater people. And I've had, you know, all types of people on, but I would like to have more adults on so hard to find. I'm not even kidding you. And I know that there are some things that I could be doing, but you guys like that, that is both draining and propels me forward all in the same <laughs> all in the same breath. It's draining because it's, it makes doing this hard, right? It makes doing this very difficult, but it also is my, it's my mission. It's what I'm, why I'm doing this. And so it's so weird how that works out. And, and because I, you know, don't have someone that I'm doing this with, I don't have a partner or anything like that. It's, it feels, it can feel really alone and really draining. So if you know of someone who has graduated college and, and no slight to any of the students that I've had on, I think that's y'all were really amazing. And I, I love having students on, but I do want to have a variety of stories. And, you know, I want to talk about all sorts of things on the podcast. I want to talk more about diversity 
diversity in roles and what that means. I want to process that and process what teachers in schools should do, because I think that that's a a huge problem. I'll tell you one of the biggest issues is like, okay, here I am at a school, mostly white. Well, I want to, I want to show diversity, but I can't because I don't, I mean, I can't put, you know, actors in, in those roles. And so we have to do it differently and that's totally fine, but it's, it's, um, it's a conversation that I would like to have, and I'm sure that there's more to it. I would like to talk about how important it is that if you really want to do this and you really want this to be your career, that you, um, market yourself. I mean, like it's total from one end of the spectrum to the other, but I think that it's all really important because you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you are Christian in the entertainment world. And that is part, part of your mission besides being a famous actress or actor or developing, you know, a certain skill set or whatever. Part of your mission is to, is to disciple. And I firmly, firmly believe that we need more Christians in the entertainment industry right now. And I also believe that we need Christians who are out. <laughs> to be in the entertainment world because it feels like you can watch an, an actor or an actress who is famous over and over again and not for one millisecond believe by looking at their social or, or movies that they're in that, and not think that they're Christian. And then you see one little thing and they are Christian and you're like, uh, why are you not talking about him? Why are you not spreading his word? And so of course, you know, I want to talk about marketing and, and all of that good stuff. There's so many other things, but those are, I want to talk about mindset and just how hard this business is and how you have to have a certain kind of mindset to, to really push forward because it can be again, really lonely. Um, I'm obviously not an actress anymore, but even as a director, it can feel the same way. I want to talk about my experiences as a, as a director too. I I feel like we have a lot of people who are, you know, actors or actresses who are talking to their fellow theater people about their experiences, but I don't think that we we really shine a light on directors and what they do to bring things together and all the hats that they wear and and what their thought process is. And I think that it would be really interesting to, to kind of spotlight that and to show that, you know, if you need help as an actor or an actress working on your monologues or whatever you have going on, find a director, not another actor or actress, you know what I mean? And that's, again, I think you could find anybody and that's totally fine. But I think that directors, we kind of know some stuff, you know, I don't know. We know some things. So anyway, that's kind of what's going on with the podcast. So if you know of anyone, (laughs) um, please send them my way. I would love to have them as a guest on the podcast. If you know of anyone who wants to talk about any of those things, that would be really, really fantastic. I also wanted to just talk about our current show and what we're doing. I know that some people aren't aren't able to do shows right now. And that's 
very, very frustrating. And like I said, I'm trying so hard. I'm not trying so hard to be positive about my show. I'm, I think I'm trying so hard not to be discouraged. And that's, so maybe that's different than what I said earlier. I don't know. I'm trying hard not to be discouraged because I think I fall into a slump quicker than normal. I mean, I normally don't really fall into a slump because I'm totally in my game, right? I'm, I'm allowed to have actors, you know, holding hands. And right now I'm like, uh, six feet apart, just wave, you know, and it's really, really difficult. But I had this really interesting thing happen. So right now, if you're trying to get rights to a show, it's especially from what used to be Samuel French, Concord Theatricals, it's very, very difficult because they are taking a really long time. And so I was waiting to get the final rights for a show um, called Violet Sharp. It is based on the kidnapping of the Lindbergh baby and the interrogation of one of the workers in Charles Lindbergh's mother-in-law's house. And so I know that might be confusing if you don't know the story, but anyway, it's a great, great show. And I could not get my hands on the rights. (laughs) It was taking forever to hear back. And this is our competition show. And I know we've talked about this before. And so if you briefly, if you don't know what that is in Texas, I'm pretty sure it's only in Texas, but in Texas, we have what's called UIL that's for public schools and TAPS that's for private schools. And essentially you take a show cut it down to 40 minutes and you're given all these stipulations. Um, like you have to use this type of set and this and that, and it has to fit in this amount of room and you have seven, seven minutes to set up and seven minutes to take down. It's really crazy. It is so much fun. And it is where most of my students fall in love with theater and where I fall in love with theater. It's a blast. And so I'm trying to get the rights to the show and I couldn't, and I needed them by this coming week, like Wednesday. So finally, and, and I kept calling and I kept writing and nothing. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to look this guy up. And I looked up the author, William Cameron, and I Googled him. I stalked him a little bit and I found him and I found a website and I emailed him And I was like, I'm trying to do the show. I've called, I've emailed, I've called again. I have harassed these people at Concord Theatricals and it's not happening. I really need the rights. This is what it's for. He wrote me back and called me. He was so nice. I was so nervous. He actually teaches at a university. I think it was in Pennsylvania. Uh, I can't remember Philadelphia. I can't, it was started with a P I think. Anyway, he is a professor there. He wrote the show and he wrote me the nicest email back. And it was basically like, you, you know, you can totally have the rights. You can change what you need to about the show. I'll let you do whatever you need to. I will reach out to my person at Concord and try to make this move quicker. So then I had gotten that email, missed his call like an idiot and called him back And he was just so incredibly kind. And we talked a little bit about it. And he said, you know what? I have a 40 minute cutting of this show that I've done. If you want it, I'll just send it to you. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, 
what? That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And I was just so grateful and just thanked him. And and he ended up sending that to me and I kind of put that together with like my cutting and did a whole mishmash of a script. And it was just such a huge blessing and a huge positive. And oh, I was just so thankful because I don't want to disappoint my kids. And I think that's what, um, when I say my kids, I mean my students, it really weighs on me to, you know, to disappoint them. And so I, I ended up getting the, the official rights were finally came through and, and everything was fine, but it was one of those moments where it was like, are you serious? Like everything is so hard. And, um, and just in case anyone is listening and you are directing a show or anything like that, I just kind of want to say what we're doing. And so we are totally doing a show in person. Um, are we going to have an audience? Uh, I don't know that we will. If so, it will be parents. Um, the cast is a cast of eight students. We are rehearsing outside as much as possible. It's been raining in Texas like crazy. And so we obviously aren't rehearsing when it's outside, when it's raining, but we are rehearsing outside six feet apart, unmasked, right? Um, because all of the rules, all of the COVID rules have been really aimed towards performing arts, like kind of the stricter rules, like no singing and, and things like that, because it can spread stuff quicker. So rehearsing outside, unmasked, six feet apart, so we can work on facial expressions and stuff like that. Then as it starts getting darker earlier, and when we start to need, when we start needing to add in lights and sounds and all of that stuff set, then we'll be coming in and we will be rehearsing masked six feet apart. Um, and the only part that they will be on stage unmasked is the night of the show. And I'm so thankful that our school is letting us do that and that we are able to move forward with an in-person performance um, for this competition and we're able to go and, and do this. And, um, you know, cause I know some schools haven't even started school. Some schools are still virtual. Some schools are going to have to do zoom plays for their competition. And I know that that's really heartbreaking. You guys, if you don't live in Texas, this competition is a really big deal. Anyway, it's a big deal. And that's really heartbreaking. And the, there's part of me that's like, oh, this is so difficult as I'm trying to block these shows or block this show. And it's just like, move over here. Oh, in the line, it says that she, you know, does this. And I'm like, well, we need to cut that line. And then, you know, I'm supposed to be comforting her. She's about to go to the hospital, you know, or whatever. No, we can't do that. This person just lost their baby. No, you got to just elbow bump. I'm just kidding. But seriously, that's what it feels like. And it's, it's that it's the constant, like before the art comes the COVID. That's exactly what it is. And it's draining. And so I just wanted to come on here and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. If you're feeling this way, please reach out so that we can support each other. Um, I'm on Instagram. You can leave a comment or you can send me um, a DM. I also have a Facebook group. I haven't been super active in it just because things have been difficult. And so hopefully if you're in that group, please give me some grace because 
it's we haven't been utilizing it as much as I would like to. But if you're also looking for community, then that Facebook group is a great place to go. It's called Jesus and Juliet Circle. And um, I would love for us to just lean on each other in this time of just uncertainty and us not being able to perform and, and almost feeling like we're kind of the last ones to be set free. You know what I mean? Um, I know that that's really, really hard. And I just wanted to go ahead and close us out in prayer. Please bow your heads with me. Father God, you are awe-inspiring. You are our father, our guide, our mentor. You are everything to us. And I just want to thank you so much for today. I want to thank you for walking me out into your creation for the wind on my face and the birds in my ear and just showing me what you've made. And you built us to create and it can be really difficult right now. And I know that you know what's around the corner and I just hope that you would Give all of us creative people some peace and just guide us and help us to focus on you and focus on just the day-to-day activities and not take on the thoughts of months and years from now, um, because that's not what's important. What's important are the people around us and the things that are happening today And that's what we need to focus on. We just love you so much. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen.